So she said, everyone thinks I'm weird. Everyone thinks I'm different. No one likes me. And I asked her, did you ask everyone? And she was speechless. Hello and welcome to Our Chronicles, where we talk about teenagehood, mental health, and living faith as Christian teenagers. I am your humble oristera formula. And today, I will be asking some of us, who said that? I'm in the mood of dealing with your insecurities and building self-esteem. So I'm going to ask again, who said that? Who said you are hated? Who said you are different? Who said you are too weird to be understood? Who said you are ugly? Who said everybody hates you? Have you asked everybody you know? Most times we become the judge of ourselves and we kill ourselves. You know, a friend was telling me yesterday that she can't associate with females like herself because she feels like she's going to be judged by them. She feels like she's too different. Most girls that she knows, they like wearing short gowns, skirt and blouse. She she only likes long gowns and she thinks that is too weird and everybody will eat her for that. She thinks that she likes bread and tea and people like normal food and if she tells them she likes bread and tea, she's going to be judged. Have she tried? She said, no. Have you asked everyone? Have you ever tried to find your vibe, even in a place where your vibe seems not to be found? Today, I'll be giving five LD acts to deal with your insecurities and build your self-esteem. So, number one for... So the first tip I'm going to be sharing today is know your value. Now, a part of knowing your value is about knowing who you are on your own, like your personality. Fine. I know that sometimes I, I talk off points. That is who I am. There's, there's, something, there's something that knowledge does to us. It kind of eases the stress of our awkwardness or feeling too embarrassed when we know that this is what I am. I can't change it. Fine. Yes. I talk too much sometimes. That is who I am. Sometimes I can do what normal humans would do. <laughs> that is who I am. So a part of knowing your value is actually knowing yourself. Know what you can do and what you can't. Know what you would do in some situations and what you would not do. And the part of knowing that thing of that thing about yourself is what gives room for acceptance and what gives room for actually knowing your values and your your, your values of obviously and your strengths, your weaknesses and where you have to work on. So after you know that okay this is what I can do and this is what I can't then you gotta take time to keep record or keep thinking about the things that are good about yourself. Do not always base your thoughts on your weaknesses. Fine, we are supposed to think about them sometimes so that we can give room for change. But if we get too lost in the quest for change, we lose the sense of the self itself. (laughs) So... Take inventory of everything that you've done that feels right. Perhaps when you helped a neighbor 
to do something good or when you gave an idea that really worked out or when you thought of something and it happened anything that you have done in the past that feels so right and so good let's keep that in our in our in our remembrance or in our brains let's always bring that to our remembrance think on those things even the bible says if there be any virtue think on those things when you start changing the direction of your thoughts you change the direction of your insecurities hallelujah (laughs) so our next tip is embrace the awkwardness now we know that okay i I can be sometimes awkward i can sometimes make mistakes i can do this i can do that and i can also be good and that brings us to our next tip which is embrace the awkwardness now we know that okay i have this um i have this weakness i have this kind of awkwardness i always feel embarrassed when i do this i always feel embarrassed when i do that people make jest of me when i say this next time next time you find yourself feeling embarrassed or self-conscious why don't you laugh over it yes this is one step out of our insecurities it's like a self-therapy. I know that this thing, eh, when I do it, people are going to make jest of me or make a big deal out of it. So what I do is make it the least of a big deal by laughing over it like a mere joke. Even those people that are ready or waiting behind me to laugh at me, even though most of the times they are always imaginary humans, will not be able to laugh again because they've seen me laugh and <laughs> I've kind of belittled the problem. So embracing our awkwardness gives, like, it shuts the door against the devil, kind of. Because it's like you're telling the devil that, hey, I know your weapon and I'm using it against myself now. Not only against myself, but against the problem, against this awkwardness. The awkwardness is who I am. And when I start to embrace it, I know that I can glory in it. Embrace your awkwardness and you'll build your self-esteem and say, Bye-bye to insecurities. The next is challenge your thoughts. There will be days when things won't go well as expected. There will be days when our friends will turn their backs on us. There will be days when we feel betrayed. There will be days when people whom we have trusted with everything that we have will start to distance themselves away from us. And then our minds start telling us things that are not, things that are not true. One part of challenging yourself is actually telling that little self that, hey, fine, I know you've gone through a lot. I know you have seen this and you have seen that. You've done this, which is not right, but I forgive you and I still love you and I want you to be a better person. Challenging your thoughts is giving yourself the power to claim your own life yourself the power to own your own life own control of your life instead of your emotions forgive yourself and understand that these are isolated situations that do not define you as a person fine they occur to you they happen they happen once in a while and we get heartbroken but let me challenge our thoughts we are telling ourselves that okay this situation can't define me it's just a moment in my life like we call it, a phase. And through this phase, I'm going to forgive myself, number one, because God will forgive me. Yes, and 
this same God still loves me. So who am I not to love myself? Who am I to judge myself? Who am I to try to hide myself from the world because of one mistake or because of multiple outbreaks? Who am I when this Jesus still stays by my side despite my mistakes or wrongdoings? Challenge your thoughts with what you know. Challenge your thoughts. Challenge your thoughts. Instead, instead of instead of leaning on negative thoughts and negative instances that the brain or the mind suggests to us, why don't we look over on our past experiences and try to learn from them? We focus on the positive and ask yourself, okay, I just went through this. What? What can I learn from this to make me a better person? How can I improve on this situation the next time? How? Why? Why did it happen? What would I have done to stop it from happening? Pray. Take time to pray instead of cursing yourself. You know, some people go to the extent of, wow, I am good for nothing. I am not good enough. Look at this girl. Look at what she's doing. Look at what I'm doing. And just start comparing. No. When um, discouragement or bad days aren't there for you to hurt yourself, they are there for you to strengthen yourself. Remember David in the Bible when, um, when the um, is it the well, the, the his um city was invaded and he took his wives, his children, and all of the wives and children in the town. Then so David was David wept. As it was written, as it is written, David wept. But later, he discovered that his crying would do any good. And what did he do? He picked up his heart. <laughs> what shall I say? He picked up his faith and encouraged himself in the Lord. Challenging your thoughts means you are encouraging yourself in the Lord like David did. And encouraging yourself in the Lord gives him for God's guidance on where to live and become better in that situation. Even become a victory. So, do not get lost in your insecurities. Always, always, always remember to wake up and challenge those thoughts. Challenge those negative voices that your head is bringing to you. And go help us in Jesus' name. So, our next, um, well, the next tip, which is the third one in this series, is do the things that bring you joy. <laughs> this is so good. Like, Okay, so people are listening to this podcast because it brings them joy. <laughs> Prioritize spending time, spending your free time doing things that brings you joy. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Always give yourself room for posi- positivity, joy, and happiness. When, whether it is reading a book or calling up, watching a movie or knitting, crocheting, cooking, anything that brings you joy, satisfaction, contentment. You know those kind of contentment that come from the pit of your belly? Those kind of contentment when you do something that you love and you see it shining. (laughs) Do things that give you joy because we all, no matter what we are facing, no matter what, how wicked we are, we all deserve happiness. And this happiness we are talking about is so free. As free as a choice. So choose to do things that bring you joy. Even better, consider learning a skill. Or taking up a hobby you've 
always wanted to do. Like, you've always wanted to try. You can just, like, go on YouTube. There's something that you love, and you love it from a distance. You've been trying to try it. You've been wanting to try it. Go on YouTube and learn, and just do a simple DIY. Make yourself feel happy. When when you even do it finished, and you look at it, and you'll be like, wow, did I make this? Well, that, that happiness alone is the end result, and it is a good reminder of your talents and your interests. Even through doing what you love, you can discover more about yourself that you may never discover if you sit in a dark place thinking about your failures. So doing what you love opens your mind, your heart, and even your soul. And that brings us to our next, should I say last, but not the least point on the show today, which says, um, learn, learn, like just learn. So my mentor told me once, and she actually charged me. So we were talking about a research then. I was a science student, and I wanted to work on a research for Ashma. And she was like, Sarah, um, I see you as you, and this is just how I want you to live your life. Every day of your life, make sure that you learn one thing, one new thing, before you go to bed, like one new thing. Of course, I didn't ask her why. Because, I don't know, I'm not the type that asks why all the time. I didn't ask her why. I just collected a piece of advice and started to live by it. I didn't know why she wanted me to learn one thing every day. I could not actually live by it every single day of my life. But I discovered that most times when I'm about to sleep and I remind myself that, oh, Mr. was said, so so person said, go and check and read, learn, anytime I'm about to go to bed. And I remind myself that, okay, I've not learned something new today. And I open my phone and go on Google and just search something and I learn something new. It kind of brings this kind of peace. There's this satisfaction that learning brings. There's this, they say knowledge is light. Yes, and I think light doesn't only brighten your place. Light saturates an atmosphere. When you feed yourself with raw knowledge every day, there is no way you will not have confidence over time in who you are. When you feed your interests with knowledge. So when I say learn, I'm saying learn what you love most people feel insecure because they think they can't give as much value as they are expected to give so they have to hide themselves or push themselves to the back of the whole show of the world that's because they think that they don't have the knowledge enough and of course they can't improve on themselves learning gives you that guts yes guts to actually face life challenges, face life circumstances with with full face. <laughs> so your learning is what gives you edge over your negative thoughts and voices, the voices in your head. Though it is dreadful you know, to compare ourselves with others, we shouldn't. But the truth is, we can't always avoid that. There are some such situations that the only option we have is to compare ourselves. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> to be told. But when you know what you know, you understand that I am good in this part of me because this is what I love. 
and this is what I've given my time to studying about. So if you are better in another cycle of life, it means I have something I'm good at. Something you you have something you are good at. Nobody's oppressing nobody here, and that is that's what gives life a kind of balance. Learn, learn, learn. Learning does not only make you know. Learning makes you have confidence in who you are and who God has made you to be. Learning gives you that sense of there is more to this life and there is more I can uncover in this self. Learning is listening to a podcast to improve your mental health. Learning is watching a YouTube video about what you love. Like I did recently, watch a YouTube video about if you love crochet and knitting. Learning is learning new recipes to cook because you love cooking. Learning is researching about a topic that you find so much interesting. Learning gives you an edge in discussion groups. Learning, learning is life. Knowledge is actually life. And in life, we must, there are three aspects of learning that I was taught and I would like to share before I become to the end of this podcast. There are, well, yes, we should learn, but there will be some times when we have to unlearn some things that we know and we learn some things. So, let me, let me associate it with humans. We, we know that we are growing every day. And so we know that, okay, this is my weakness and this is my strength. But as we're working on our weaknesses, it is mandatory that we unlearn the perspective of, okay, I am weak in this area because it will become, I am weak in this, I was weak in this area before, but now I have improved on myself and I am strong. That is unlearning an idea that doesn't, isn't valid anymore or isn't even valid at all. So if you are learning, you know there are some ideas you have to unlearn in your head to have peace. <laughs> and then there are some things you have to relearn. Maybe you've forgotten. Yeah, you've forgotten that you are chosen by God. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You've forgotten that you are cherished by God, accepted and adopted. You have to relearn. So, yes, learn, 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 and learn. Well, dealing with insecurities and building self-esteem doesn't just happen. We're likely to be taking baby steps. And yes, baby steps they are. It takes, it takes, it takes patience. It takes waiting on yourself and waiting on God. Don't get discouraged that things are not improving fast. Never stop being kind to yourself. Now I said waiting on yourself and waiting on God. Yes, you're waiting on yourself because you are trying a process that is almost lifelong. A process of becoming better. Becoming free from your fears and insecurities into self-confidence and self-esteem. And you understand that it is not something that will just appear out of the blues. It is something that you work towards. Taking daily decisions, daily steps to be against it. Then God, what Christ does in this picture is that it becomes that presence. It becomes that being that tells us that, hey, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you are going through right now, even if the wait is stressful, long, and 
un, unbearable. <laughs> I am here. And I still love you. I am still standing by you. I'm going to be with you till you overcome this fear. And I still love you. I do not judge you, so don't judge yourself. Even if the world is against you, I will still be with you because I am ever ready to forgive you. That is what Christ does in this. So when you are waiting on yourself, you are obviously waiting on God too. And you should never, in all your process of working on yourself, of becoming a better person, never take Jesus Christ out of the picture because at the end of the day, human beings, even your therapists, might become unavailable. And then this man, this supernatural being becomes the only person I can help you or remind you of who you are when you need it the most. So Jesus Christ is our source and in every single step, in every single way we want to improve on ourselves as teenagers or as Christian teenagers, we should always hold on to that source that, okay, this is one God that I have and even though I'm trying to push through this others of life, push through this mess my head is putting me into. It's going to hold my right hand. And I don't need any best friend to do that with me because I have this God that won't leave me even when I'm leaving myself. So when the old world turns against us, we know that we have this one person left who still loves us, even in our weaknesses. And that is enough encouragement. So to you, it says the world hates you. Or everyone you know sees you as weird. I ask you again, who said that? Who judged? Do you ask everyone? <laughs> who said that you are weird? Who placed that in your head, if not you? Who said you are different? Who said you can't be loved by others? Who said? Who said that? Who judged? Who compared themselves with others? If not you, the truth is, the decision is always in our hands and the judgment also. If you want to be free, then you have to start becoming kind to yourself, understand yourself and try to understand the feelings of others too. They might not act nice. It doesn't mean they hate you because they've never said it. Yes, if they say it, fine. Then you know how to do it. You know how to do it that way. But most times, they don't even say it, but we start to judge through their actions. Who was judging the action? Is it not you? Did they ever tell you that you are too different for me to undo? No. Do not be the judge. Instead, try to understand why she behaving this way. Is it that she needs someone to talk to? Is it that she also has her own insecurities and she doesn't want to share? And is maxing bullying. I'm maxing it with bullying. Is it that she needs prayers? As Christians, we need to intercede for our friends, even our enemies, those ones that seem to be our enemies. Do not judge. Instead, try to understand. No. 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 Okay, we've come to the end of this podcast today. I hope you have fun. I hope you learned something because <laughs> I've learned a lot, actually. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to this podcast. Give me a like and drop a sweet comment. I'd love to see your comments. And 
And I also like to um, meet you in the next episode. So follow me on all social media platforms at Ofomola Sarah Ogenekewe and my page Around Scry. You find me anywhere and on Facebook, Instagram, t- Twitter at Around Scry. So on this note, I say peace out and God bless. Amen. <laughs> Thank <music> you.